This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins scrubs and the Bucks scrubs. We talk about signings and cuts from the week, the upcoming NFL season, and of course, Aaron's precarious predictions. This is much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome, everybody, to Harry Hog Football number 299. What number? 99. Philip Daniels Memorial episode. Philip Daniels, yeah, I got his autograph on something. Hat. We got it at the first Beach Blitz. You Why know, when I... you had Joe Salavea sign your sock? Sock, dude. <laughs> I have those socks. I have those socks framed, dude. Dude, speaking of Joe Salavea, what's he doing these days? Salivating. Salivating. I gotta look that up. He's Joe's probably eating some ribs. Salavea. He looks like someone that could probably. Joe Salavea. Really I think he could tear into some ribs. Dude, I bet. I bet. I'd like to go to a cookout if he was the cook. Yeah, a man too. does not get that big if he is not a good cook. Dude, he's a coach. He's a defensive line coach right now. Where? At. Hold on. Look. <laughs> he's he's researching. Meanwhile, dude, defensive. Josh, you're like breaking up. Uh, at Washington State University. Josh. Washington State. Washington State. What? Josh is breaking up. Call back in, dude. On. Josh, call back in. Or let me call you back. Meanwhile, I call back in. You got to call me. All right, I'll call you. All right. <laughs> in any event, welcome to Harry Hog episode number two ninety nine. Brought to you by David Lee and David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg, Virginia, our longtime benevolent sponsor. And by Hello. Nope, nobody else. Are you back in? I'm back. <laughs> you were just like, Joe, come on to play some so, basketball. <laughs> I was talking about Joe, Joe Salavea's at Washington State University. Josh, you're breaking up like crazy. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Restart your computer or something. I don't know. I don't need to restart my computer. I have the fastest computer on the planet. Well, it's the internet that might be choking you down. <laughs> I can't restart. That may have been a valid argument if we could have heard it. <laughs> Tell Amy to stop streaming like Desperate Housewives in there because you're recording, man. Yeah. Come on now. I don't What's think more she's important? streaming that, dude. I think she's watching the DNC or something. Tell her to stop. It's just politicians. <laughs> Josh says nothing. He, he would not dare go in and tell his wife to stop 
for <laughs> watching the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. They have too much hope. <laughs> That's <laughs> enough talk about politics. Her and she wrote back. She... I can't I... hear you, dude. Dude, Josh, seriously. Eric, kick him off. Eric, kick him off. He's got to call back in. <laughs> Josh, restart your computer. You've got to restart. You sound like absolute garbage. You've, you've gotten worse. You've gotten worse since the DNC. DNC strikes again. Hope. <laughs> he, wrote, <laughs> he wrote, we need to just start over. No, we've already started over three times. No lie. Here, I'm going to try to call him back. All right. Well, if he's restarting his computer. Hopefully, it will work. <laughs> Hold on. Where is he? Oh, man. I'm going to take this... Uh, this this time off here, this little short break at the very beginning of Harry Hog Football episode two ninety nine, the original Redskins fans podcast, to uh, chastise all those people out there on Twitter who last night during the opening night game of the National Football League's twenty twelve campaign, what happened? Started texting things about about politics. They were texting things. Oh, this is going on at the Democratic National Convention. Oh, so-and-so is speaking. Oh, blah, 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 this. Oh, blah, 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 that. And I was just like, people, why are you talking about politics? What is wrong with you? We're watching a football game. No politics. Football game is a no-politics zone. Just like there should be no political commercials during sports. Especially during halftime when they even started talking about politics. Golly, give it a rest, people. No one cares about that stuff. Hello? There, that's better, dude. We can hear you now. Awesome. Is it any better? I think so. Oh, Aaron, you had to say that at first. What, Josh? What did I miss? Uh, I said, what did I miss? um, John was chastising everyone for uh, tweeting about politics during the football game during the preseason it was the cowboys our, yeah, to, or, or, so. oh no they were doing it during the uh, preseason game against the bucks as well talk yeah. about politics this and politics that it's like people why are we even why it's are like, these people what's like more important the preseason football <laughs> what's more important than watching our scrubs beat the crap out of the sucks scrubs uh, do you really care about like the vice presidential nominees right butt cheek who cares <laughs> who cares golly all right except for josh josh are you still there i think he hung up i don't know i don't know what i don't know what's happening i don't know what's going on with josh there's like these little like lines going up when we're trying to call him and it's like this little connection line all right let me try to call him again all right i don't know what I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> Aaron, you're all like, come on and play some basketball. <laughs> no, you need to be more like, and bye. <laughs> I just like how that guy on the little ads goes, and bye. And bye, Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> and bye, Duke's and, and by Kotex. 
<laughs> oh my 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 <laughs> josh josh is, is texting at us again telling us we need to just start over and by azor bean jr <laughs> something's up with his computer dude it's always his computer or your computer i don't think it's mine because you can hear me just fine you sound clear as a bell tell him to restart his whole computer john wait it's ringing josh Hello. there's are, josh are you there did you restart your computer I restarted Skype. Well, that sounds better now. We That's were just talking about basketball. That's all you missed. We were like right. talking about that guy like on the CBS basketball where it's like dan and dan 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 Jacksonville sausages <laughs> and brats. Bring them to a party near you. Front of the loom jockstrap. And by Dixon Cider. <laughs> Dixon Cider. Dixon. <laughs> That's so much worse than Dickens. I know, dude. Dixon. Remember? Remember and back by- in the day when we all lived in New York and suddenly Josh came up with the whole Dickon Cider? We should make. <laughs> T-shirts say, that say, get your dick insider. Get your dick insider. No, they were going to say, have you had your dick insider today? And it was going to be like, like, like you Charles know. Dickens. And it was going to be like it, a picture of Charles Dickens with a beer, like similar to the Sam Adams guy. <laughs> dude, it's not meant to be dirty or anything. Yeah, no, it wasn't a dirty thing at all. And, and we were talking about it. And finally we got back to uh we got back to uh, strong Island. Get and looked inside. it up online to see if someone had had a, you know, if we could patent the thing. And someone already did, and they were making T-shirts in like Ocean City, Maryland. Although no one had actually patented the if we wanted to make a beverage called that. <laughs> How about that? Well, maybe we could go for a beverage and call it Dixon. Dixon. Like, That's like, even as, worse. As in the Mason Dixon line. That's like hardcore. <laughs> Dixon cider. Dixon. <laughs> 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 get your oh, get your dick insider hard dick insider hey man there's some mics hard in the fridge. <laughs> guys are we, this is like the most crazy podcast for episode 299 we haven't even oh, started man. talking about the redskins yet we'll get oh, to yeah. them we'll I get to we them we got we got a long episode ahead. i don't know maybe maybe the danny could sell it at, at fedex or something twenty dollars a glass get your Dixon Cider for $20 class <laughs> up on that big, massive HD screen. It's, it's your, like, it's like, it's your like, parentheses hard Dixon Cider. For, oh for only $20, you can get your Dixon Cider. <laughs> right here in Landover. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's what was going on at that hotel that Aaron and I stayed at in one of the... What are the games we went to up there in Landover? That place was sketch. Landover, I hardly know her. Are you talking that place where we had to like walk a block and the like the clerk in the hotel was looking at us like, Do you guys really want to walk down to that convenience store? Yeah, we were like, Where can we go buy beer? And he's like, Well, there's a place like a block away. We're like, Okay. They had like a window that to walk and they were like, uh looking at us all like, Are you crazy? And then we were like, We lived in New York, we're going. 
<laughs> it was like Aaron and Kumar's adventure. And they had like, it was like all ghetto and like barred over and they had like a little window that turned and gave you what you wanted. Mm-hmm. It was, a. Uh... that place is gay. We need to move back to the district. Anyway, let me look over this itinerary. I know what you guys are waiting for and it's finally time. Aaron's Get precarious there. prediction and I made a half effort to make a sound effect for it, but I ran out of time, so it's only like half done. But anyway, <laughs> that's something to look forward to. Aaron's precarious predictions. I've put a lot of thought into them this year. A lot more than awesome. normal. Yep. A lot more Very than normal, cool. which means I thought about them for about five minutes. Really? Yep. <laughs> and what else we got today? We have to talk about the victory over the, uh, the Tampa Bay Sucks Scrubs. <laughs> and we just des- we destroyed them, kind of like we're going to beat the Saints' first team this week. We haven't talked about that yet. We I thought we podcasted since then. We haven't. No, we haven't. No, dude. It was on Wednesday. Remember the game was like two days after, like one day after our other podcast. Uh, oh right, right, right. And well, we're going to talk about the cuts and the signings, and um, yeah, we don't have much to talk about with that suck scrub game. We have a lot to talk about with the cuts. We do with that. And because like 20 people or so got cut, right? 22. Or is it 21 plus one suspension? Well, we already talked about Chris Cooley getting cut. Are we talking about last night's pre. game at all? That was pre to that, yeah. Yeah, because Chris Cooley got cut. And did, we did talk about him getting cut, didn't we? We did, dude. Chris Cooley yes. got cut and they re-signed Jonathan Crompton so they could cut him again. They re-signed right. him so they could play him in that game so that... And they, then cut him. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. you here, uh, hold on. You happy to be here for five more days? We'll give you a pair of shorts and your own brand new jockstrap. So we can talk about the people that were on the bubble that made the team. And, and by jockstraps. And by David Lee Legal Services. Questioning his decision to be our longtime sponsor each and every week. He's been questioning that for years. Mm-hmm. He questioned it ever since he gave us that bad review on iTunes and felt bad. That's, why, <laughs> That's right. That's why he's our sponsor. <laughs> he got really annoyed because like, for the first hundred episodes, we had music going underneath the entire episode. Dude, we got to bring that back for episode 300. We're, we're going to do the drum beats, man. We'll have to bring it back for episode 301. We're going to go all retro. And I'll, and I'll play that 301 mi- like it was one. I'll play that MIDI music. What? So, guys, get this. Get this. And this isn't in our itinerary, but it's related to a lot of what we're talking about here. So, I'm sitting last night watching the game. I go to a friend's house, and there's about 15 of us over there. We're all like watching the game. And uh, by the way, there was an awesome sign. I don't know, we should put a picture up on the website. When I got to the house, on the door outside, it said, what did it say? I sent you. It said, before entering. It said, um, please deposit of- all Dallas Cowboys gear here before entering. And there was a trash can underneath it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, as I'm sitting there, I'm talking to my friend, and I mentioned we're talking about the Redskins and blah, blah, blah. He's a Bills fan. And, uh, and, and we start talking about quarterbacks and RG3 and Rex Grossman. And I'm like, man, you know, I said, I'm just not a Rex Grossman fan. I've just never been a Rex Grossman fan. And everything got kind of quiet. And Why? 
And exactly. Because Rex and, was there. And I <laughs> pizza. Rex was in the other room getting some no, Doritos. No, no. No. <laughs> no. But uh my friend Bill says to the guy sitting to my left, who happens to be one of the pastors at our church. His name is CJ Stevens. Is he related uh, to CJ Spiller? No. All right, he says, ahead. Well, how do you feel about that, CJ? And I went, Oh, what? And so I get this whole life story, but basically CJ was Rex's roommate at Florida for two, uh. for two years. And CJ is, was a quarterback at Florida and played for the old ball coach at the same time. See that CJ then. Did you know this beforehand? No, I did not. Did you know, know he was a football player? No, I did not know this. And he played quarterback then, for Florida. For Florida, he and he ended up being back up to uh, to Rex while he Rex was there, first. basically, <laughs> and then moved on to um, to Carolina. He's a great guy, um, but uh, and that's how he ended up here. He, he transferred to Carolina. Um, so he said he had a, a less than desirable college career because. By the time he left Florida and transferred to Carolina, Carolina was already set, and you know, it just just didn't work out for him. But anyway, uh, I thought that was interesting. So we were talking about Rex Grossman. So maybe at some point we can uh, have him come on the show and kind of. Well, what did us. he say about Rex Grossman? Did he have any? Interesting was he an admirable was guy? He, was he talking he about he, all the tail that used to come into the room and be like, nope. "Sexy Rexy, <laughs> show me your chin." He said that Rex was a great guy. Um, that. They keep in touch now still from time to time that uh, he's kind of didn't want to be the guy that, you know, hey, just because you're my roommate, he was, uh, you know, going to be following Rex and, and trying to contact him all the time. But basically they keep in touch every now and again and just kind of, you know, are cordial. But he said that Rex is a is a great guy. He said he was a great, great roommate, you know, great fellow uh, teammate and quarterback at Florida. But he and, didn't uh, say he was a great football player. He did. We did not go in down that road, but he did say, um, uh, you know, he played with him there while Rex was uh, Rex was a Heisman candidate. Uh, one of the years he was Rex there. was good when he was at Florida. Yeah, he was. You guys and remember then he got that. to the NFL and sucks. He was a he was a Heisman candidate. Hey, and, uh, his last outing, he looked pretty good. He was perfect. I remember against. He had some. Uh, yeah, I, I said, how was it playing for the old ball coach Steve Spurrier? He said. Uh, he said. It was interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, it just, and, and I don't think it's anything that like any of us haven't heard or, or, or whatever, but basically just talking about Steve, um, you know, being a hard read, kind of hard to get to know. Um, uh, he seems like socially not to have the best skills. We, he didn't say that. That was my word. I was kind of asking him that. And he doesn't but, like to protect his quarterbacks. But. He was at the same time. He didn't talk bad about any of these guys, and he just said, "You know, that was creature. It was a cool time, you know, in his life, and uh, he had hoped to play ball. And he's still. I mean, he's built. He looks like a. He has that quarterback, you know, sort of look and physique. But um, it's. Uh, it was interesting. I had no idea, and I was sitting there talking about Rex Grossman, and then suddenly it was like, uh, CJ, how do you feel about that? <laughs> so. Interesting thought i'd pass that along to you guys but yeah if we ever want to have him come on i'm sure he might you know come on and talk sure about he might playing for spurrier and playing with rex and, and all that good stuff perhaps perhaps 
I was really hoping you're going to be like, and man, he used to like leave pizza boxes all over the dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> he one time he I like caught him using my toothbrush. He, he said there was this one time he went and got a five gallon bucket of that nacho cheese sauce from the uh, cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> and they made a slip and slide with it. it was and he accidentally spilled it on his, of the dorm room. And he spilled it on his Redskins jacket and then he took a chip and like ate it. <laughs> filled up a kitty pool with it and then they had uh, nacho cheese wrestling in the room are we gonna talk about the redskins we are talking about yeah. the redskins we're talking about Rex Grossman I gotta say I really I really thought there was gonna be more of that story man there might be there may be I might just be saving some some tidbits for, for off the do air you think he can get kids. do you think he can use his connections to get Rex Grossman on the podcast um, I don't know. Because that'd be like, a hilarious episode. Like, I didn't like to find out about you know him being Rex's roommate and go, oh, can you get Rex on? Can you get Rex on? Well, maybe you should work up to that. Probably you should have done that. No, I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Instead, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a pretty cool story. Hey, man, about, you want another beer? I'll come story. That's a pretty cool story good about story. John's favorite player. Maybe you can get him to get John an autograph or something. Good story. Save it for a party. Yeah, man. We'll work on that for you. That'd be awesome. Sweet. Uh, All right. Let's get into this thing. Have we thanked David Lee, David Lee Legal Services? We've yeah, already like thanked times. him like 12 times. Great. Thanks, David Lee. Again. What else we got? We're already 21 minutes in and we haven't even started the part. Victory podcast. over the suck scrubs. All right. This is what I have to say about this. The only thing that that fourth preseason game shows is that our team has a lot more depth than last year because they dominated, dominated the suck scrubs. Would you agree or disagree with that? Agreed, 100%. We absolutely destroyed him. Who was that, Ty Detmer or someone that was back there for this other quarterback? And is is, is it just me or... Is it just me, or are you not as worried if RG3 goes out by the signing of Kirk Cousins? You know what I mean? Like, in the past, like, if we had a quarterback that was a quarter decent, we're like, oh, man, if he gets hurt. We're in super trouble. And we're still in super trouble because Rex Grossman is the backup. And I don't care that he had a perfect rating against the Cubs or the uh, Colts scrubs. Okay, but over the next four years, though, over the next four years, you're not as worried because you know that somewhere down on that depth chart, uh, Cousins came in and didn't look so much like a rookie either. No, he has done. We've seen a lot of growth in him from the first preseason game where he got a little bit of action to this fourth game. I mean, he has definitely taken some major steps. Oh, yeah. And I think think it's showing – I think this is really going to end up translating into a good pick. And let me say we're not just being biased when we say this because last night there were at, at this game, you know, obviously there were there were two Cowboys fans there. By the way, they were on the love seat. Were they lovers? They had their own little love seat. They had to sit together and they weren't allowed to get up. No. Um, but we, you know, we we had to uh, we segregated those guys, the, the Cowboys fans. Um, and um, we did let the guy keep his Cowboys t-shirt on because we didn't want to see that. How many times um, did he say, how about them Cowboys? Because I can't stand hearing he, that. He didn't. He uh, didn't at all. Uh, it was very civil, except for we were all ragging on them. 
Um, Except he had the last <laughs> laugh because they won. Yeah. He did. He I called did. it. He did. I told you. I saw the writing on the wall. Like when we hit the third quarter, I was like, oh, the Giants are going to lose this game. Um, From what I saw, there I were only Giants watched fans like five. there, of course. There were Bills fans there. There were uh, uh, Packers fans there. There were, I mean, there were a number of number of uh, teams represented as far as fandom was concerned. And when we got to talking about quarterbacks and talking about the Redskins, not only did uh, did RG three come up, but just like we're talking about with Kirk Cousins, he came up, and and these other other people are noticing him to the to the point where they're saying, you know what? Um, he looked great, and I was I was gonna like pick him up from my fantasy team as a backup, or I was gonna do this and that. I mean, they were like really talking about knowing Kirk Cousins and seeing what what he did. Wait, they were gonna pick him up on their fantasy team? Well, they don't know that much about football then. Well, I'm just what I'm saying is <laughs> he was missed, getting people's attention. Yeah, he was getting their attention. Oh well, yeah, cause... these are like people that aren't watching the Redskins to watch the Redskins like we do. You know, that would be like us if we were like. Oh yeah, man! Did you see the Houston Texans' third backup quarterback? I mean, he, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I think it's a pretty good future for the Redskins' quarterback. And on a related note, I I saw an article about how the Redskins' second cousin, um, the Redskins' uh, average team age or average age went down again, like. I think when what's his face after started Chris Bully there, left. When uh Shanahan started it was almost like thirty years old. Now it's down to like twenty six or something. Right. <clears throat> so that's a good sign that we're starting to get young dudes in there. I mean the we're oldest really dude, getting young. There's only like two dudes over thirty. One of them Santana Moss and the other one is uh who is it? Heck, the I don't Maybe Jamal. Oh no, Brown. London Fletcher. They're... London Fletcher and Jamal Brown, maybe. I maybe. don't even know if he and is. Jamal Brown, he's dead to me. But there's only like a couple, and it used to be like almost all of our dudes. Since Dan Snyder bought the damn team, they were all old. Of course, Daryl Green totally tilted the uh, the <laughs> average age up quite a bit when he was there, and he could have stayed as long as he wanted, as far as I was concerned. He could still be there, as far as I was concerned, and I wouldn't kick him off the team. At this point, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a big roster spot to be given to a man that's like fifty years old. Well, is he worse than some of our cornerbacks now? You think at fifty years old? That's that's a really good point. Yeah, our <laughs> I secondary. Would, I would bet on him being better than some of our secondary. Dudes, Dude, I am really this concerned like about this game. Would, Are what? you arguing with me though? I'm not. I'd put my money on Daryl Green over. Uh, Dijon Mustard. Dijon Mustard. Or, Even though he's a safety. Or Barnes, who got dude, cut. I don't think Daryl Green's like kept himself in football shape, dude. And I'm, all right, this whole no. football shape thing, I'm glad you brought that up. Have Round you noticed that since Mike Shanahan took over the team, every time there's an interview with any player on the Redskins that's been like slightly injured, they're like, I'm just getting back into football shape. They say football shape. I hear and then that they usually term. get cut after they say that. I hear that term. I never heard that term before Mike Shanahan came to town, and now I hear it all the time. They're, does that mean they're like pointy on the ends and round in the middle? <laughs> they're football shaped. <laughs> shaped. I'm oh, shaped, I'm, not shaped. I, I feel gotcha. I feel pretty good, but I got to get back into football shape. That means I got to <laughs> put back a few beers, uh, eat some of those nachos. 
So has the football changed shape since like the days of the hogs and whatnot? Is it a, is it a uh, a longer, leaner shape? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what is football shape? Well, it depends on your position, I guess. Hogs. Hogs ball. How about a hand for the hogs? Dun, 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 dun. All right, dudes. Well, All right. speaking, I don't of, think we really need to talk much about this last game. There were a bunch of scrubs. Most of them got cut. Scrubs, scrubs, scrubs. We did. We did have replacement refs who, at one point, at the end of the first half, had to say, "What did they? They reviewed it for a, a play forever. I can't even remember the play." And then they were like, "Wait a minute!" And then they like were talking to the NFL person that was there overseeing the officials. That's a new position they created this year because the officials suck. And then they were like, "We'll look at it one more time." And went back under the booth. And then Aaron he's like, "What are they looking at? A porn?" Oh right. It kind of reminded What's me going of on like because it was like it some play re- that wasn't even questionable. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of the Bills game when they called the touchback and it was like down at the, you know, on the five-yard line or whatever. Oh, it was absolutely ludicrous. That was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. That, 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 yeah, that call was the worst call of the preseason in any game, I think. And there were some doozies. There might have been one or two in other games that were worse, but that's, uh, that is definitely the worst one that we saw. It's definitely the Touch worst back. one I saw. Touch Especially because they called it down at the five, like dude threw the beanbag. Right. So anyway, I think we need to talk about these cuts. Cuts. Let's talk about them. Okay. And, and there's some signings, right? But let's do cuts first. There's uh, Nard Dog Jackson. Nard Dog. He didn't Nard get dog. cut. Nards. He got cut. Nard his, got cut. He didn't get Nards cut. got cut. Who are you talking about? Tanard Jackson? He didn't get cut. Yeah, dude, he didn't get cut, Josh. He didn't get cut? No, he's Josh. suspended. He's suspended for smoking weed for indefinite Are you looking time. at the itinerary? It says, cut, Tanar Jackson, parentheses, pothead. <laughs> let, me open up the, let me open up the itinerary. I thought he got cut. No, Wait, is he just, no, is he's he suspended? suspended. Yeah, he's he suspended. He is suspended indefinitely. It was his third suspension. So they basically oh, didn't have to cut him because he got suspended. He's Dude, suspended well, indefinitely. He has one year. How that, man, to have a career? Well, the thing that sucked about him Down is he team. was playing really well in the preseason. It's just like with Fred Davis and Silverback. It was their third one, and they worked out like a deal, so they only got four games instead of an entire year because of the whole weird uh, uh, thing that was going on with the uh, with the collective bargaining agreement expired during part of it and whatnot. I don't know, but the Redskins need to keep a freaking drug-sniffing dog at Redskins they, Park. They need a canine. They need one of those beagles from the airport from over at Reagan that just walks up or over from a, we'll get one from Dulles and take, just take it right up to Ashford. It just walks up to Tenard Jackson's locker and sits. Because seriously, dudes. Walks over to Silverback's locker, sits down. <laughs> Can't you just wait like 10 years if you want to smoke weed? So Is it, so real, I mean, is it really I'm that just, important? I'm just reading this now, seriously. So, Tenard Jackson, he's out for at least a year, right? That's yes. what they're saying. Yes, indefinite. And he's eligible for reinstatement, I think, in one year. And then he has to go, like, what, before Roger Goodell and Sam Clean and have, like... He's got to go before the dictator. Test. He's got to go before the dictator and, and say, please let me back in. I can't buy any more kind bud. Let me in. I have no money. It's ridiculous. So- 
Because he was like the one safety that was actually playing well. So now we're pretty much screwed as far Dude, as Dude, Dijon Bustard is the starting safety now. So what, did he just fail the drug test? Is that what it was? Yes. Yes. Test. All right. Test. Okay. The third time. And of course, we didn't even talk about this, but as soon as Graham Gano won the, the, uh, or did we talk about this? Yeah, we talked about this before the last game, dude. Because we, we had talked about we, we had talked the, about it like the day before. Yeah, we had Billy Cundiff because I called him the guy Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> like we called Graham Gano, Gordon Gano of. Violent Femmes. The Violent Femmes, right. So we traded the Violent Femmes lead singer for the Smashing Pumpkins lead singer as our kicker, basically. And I think, uh, I, I, I don't see this as an upgrade at the position. I just see this as getting a much older kicker. And instead of, I mean, they cultivated a kicker for three years and, and they let him go. And we got another guy who. I thought he had a strong can, game, dude. I didn't think he had a strong game at all. Dude, he had like five or six touchbacks. Yeah, he also missed like a 41-yard field goal. Badly. But then he made like five other ones. No, he didn't. And on that field goal, that field goal that he missed, it was a bad it was a bad hold. Uh, I don't know. And he had one kickoff that went to like the one yard line and skipped into the end zone. He was angling it, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all about the angle. I know what you're saying. But I don't I I thought Graham no. I I just don't. Would see. you be so prejudiced about him if he wasn't a cowboy before? No. Okay then. <laughs> I'm not blaming you for your prejudice because he's going to screw up a game and but it's going to be I against the Cowboys. Point out that John John brought up the whole fact about his, um, you know, his accuracy being a question, and that was like one of the things during this game we saw. It seemed to be his you know, distance. His distance, I think, is more in his question distance than his accuracy. Because Graham Gano could never put the ball more than like five or six yards into the end zone if he even broke the plane. Gordon Gano was <laughs> Gordon Gano. I would never have called a sure thing from any distance. At least this new guy is pretty sure from under what forty five yards. I, I don't know, but Graham Gano missed. Billy Corbin. Gano missed nine field goals Billy last year. Corbin. Five of those were blocked. Those weren't his fault. We had that terrible that Sunberg guy can't do anything in the middle. And we had terrible protection right up the middle. Dude, they kept we need blocking to... them straight up the freaking middle. We need the, we need the red ever. snapper back, man. Where we is do. Ethan? Did he's he retire? His, he's dude, his he's own sitting agent. on his farm down in North Carolina, holding on to that 10% finder's fee since he was his own agent. I'm going to go That's find him, dude, and tell him we got we get back in Washington. He'll probably be like, man, people say that to me every year. Now I'm retired. He's what a great t- gig. The guy worked for like 17 years as a long snapper, which means he took less hits than almost anyone else on the field. Made a bunch of money. Pro bowler. Did he really Pro play bowler. for 17 years? I think so. It was, he played till when maybe he was 15. I think he played till he was 37. Yeah. I'll have to Wikipedia that. Wikipedia is never Dude, he, he started with the Dolphins in 95. He ended with the Chargers in 2010. 15 years. I didn't even know he moved from us to the Chargers. I didn't know. Pro, Pro Bowl selection in 2007. That's right. Hail the Redskins. All right. So. Our long snapper made it because they felt sorry for us. Well, they got to pick one long snapper. Dude, they live in Greensboro. I want to see if we can get Red Snapper on here, man. The Greensboro. Why don't you see if you can get the Red Snapper on? Because he would be awesome to have on here. We're like the Red Thanks. Snapper's biggest fans of all times. 
Possibly. <laughs> anyway. All right. Ethan, I know you're listening. Give us a call. Go on, Red Snapper. Give us a call at 77 Harry Hog. 77 Harry Hog. That's 1 774 277 Speaking of calls, our dog, uh, Peter Grumbles, uh, the Daily Grumbles, Daily Grumbles, gave us a ring a ding ding at 77 Harry Hog and left a message. He wanted to know what we thought about the Redskins linebacking core. Redskins defense, the Redskins wide receiver core, and why? So why did you just say the Redskins? And why John <laughs> in the HHHFL is the only player? FFL, dude, that's HHFFL. Well, he F-L-L. wants to know why John is the only player in HHFFL that does not have a Redskin on his team. It's easy. I can tell you exactly why. He called John. I don't have a Redskin on my team in the HHFFFL. Because he's a Saints fan. Because when it comes to fantasy football, there is no loyalty. What? Ah, John, you're full of it. Because otherwise, did you draft you're... a cowboy, dude? No, one we're did. not allowed. No, I would not allow oh, anyone to no draft loyalty. cowboy. Dude, only Mister Mister drafted cowboys. Only Mister Mister drafted cowboys. And so did uh, Abergorky out there in Wales. Dude, no excuse for Wales because it was like a normal afternoon time. <laughs> did you say Jabberwocky? Abergorky Warriors. Oh, Warriors. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I did not draft a Redskin on my fantasy football team because I want to win this year. What? That's ridiculous because I, that I had Redskins on my team Every last year and I won. Year. Dude, you had like, who did you have on your team last year? Same team of Moss, maybe? Who picked up RG3? <laughs> maybe. I don't you had remember. a huge year last year, too. Who picked up RG3? Um, I don't uh, know. Someone in our league picked him up in like the first round, and he was like, "Yes." And I was like, as uh, soon yeah. as he said "yes," I was like, "I was like, you're dang, gonna, you're gonna next, be getting relegated girl. next year, dude." Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'll see if I can effort that. You guys continue. All right. Anyway, did we talk about Anthony Armstrong getting cut? Yeah. Well, we were, we're gonna, getting to we're getting yeah. to that. We're getting to the cuts. Oh, let's yeah, do the cuts. They're not even on here. Cuts. We're already doing cuts. We talked Dude, about it. We were doing that, and then you, Aaron. Change the subject. Yep. All right, yeah. Anthony Armstrong got cut, which to me wasn't really that big of a surprise. And like Daily Grumble said, and I would agree with him, I thought that Aldrick Robinson had a better preseason. Um, I thought yep. that the, I thought that the receivers in the preseason pretty much went in the order that they were drafted with uh, – What's his face from the Colts? Garcon, number one. Josh Morgan, number two. Santana Moss is the third guy. Um, and then Hankerson. Hankerson maybe is number four. That's kind of questionable for me because I thought he kind of sucked just like last year <coughs> with those drops and stuff. And I thought I that Desmond. I thought that Briscoe had a better preseason than Hankerson personally. Briscoe was solid. I'm really glad they didn't do something stupid and let him go because someone else would have picked him up in a heartbeat. He has good hands, dude. And Hankerson does not. We do know that. Uh, let me see. And Brandon Banks, I thought, made the team in that last preseason game near the beginning, and I tweeted or texted John saying I think he just made the team. I told you. Oh. Once he ran back that kick, it was like, you can't cut him. Yeah, and then he caught that one pass, that one bomb. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that sealed his position. 
And then, so it came down between Anthony Armstrong and Audric Robinson and uh, uh, Brandon Banks, I think. Those three guys for two positions. Yeah, and I think so too. I think Brandon Banks is is speedier. And and uh, Anthony Armstrong. Sure the ball. Anthony Armstrong, I think, was just the odd man out because I mean, look, they had tons of good receivers in camp. They put Niles Paul as a tight end, which I still think is dumb. Chris Cooley, I think, should have had that roster spot. But they got him as a target. They got Pony Boy. They've got Fred Davis. They've got, what, seven receivers? If you include Banks, is that right? Receiver receiving core is really deep. And <clears throat> and for the... Uh... The funny thing is, none of the receivers that we cut ended up on the practice squad. Yeah, what's with that? I don't know we if s- any of them. I didn't well, even Brandon know that Banks Dick Quinn was still team. on the team until like until he was on the field. <laughs> Dick Quinn. Yeah, a few guys got signed by other teams. AA got signed by the Dolphins, right? Who we tried allegedly tried to trade to the Dolphins for some Steve Slayton, the running back. I don't know if that was ever true or not because you uh, know West people. Virginia. Well, he People could just make up stories and throw them on, on Twitter. Well, Slayton got cut. It. Who? Slayton got cut. Did he? That's what I heard. <laughs> I didn't I didn't confirm it. I just heard that he got cut. How did you guys feel about Hightower? That was an interesting cut. I was Hightower, surprised at that. Hightower. You guys know that Hightower is my dog. He I has to be more different. injured. Than what That's we thought. exactly what it is, and and Shanahan kind of alluded to that in a well, he did allude to that. He said if he's in better shape later in the season, we might pick him back up. And I don't know how much Hightower was going to go against salary cap and all that, but I know that Cooley, even though they try to say wasn't, was. I mean, we're starting to feel the effects of this um, bogus non collusion penalty. Yeah, truly. You guys get in trouble for not colluding with the rest of us. I mean, if it comes down to them te- keeping like a veteran that's counting a lot against the salary cap, like I don't know what Hightower was, but if it came down to him or Alfred Morris, this unknown dude, that's not going to cost us anything, and they're they're going to be like, well, we think this guy can do it. This is good. And he's well, cheaper. I guess so, on the next podcast, we're going to know. We should know by then exactly how much the salary cap hit was this year because we had to do what eighteen million at least this year. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? And so once the first game is played, we'll know what the salary cap hit is roughly, I believe, and we'll be able to get a good idea if we're at the eighteen or if we went higher than that. Because if we go up to like twenty-five, it'll only be another eleven the next year. Only be. <laughs> we had to cut a bunch of stuff out. I know that. Yeah. Um, other guys, Dick Quinn, cut the guy who beat his wife. Um, yeah, ended up with the Bengals. How appropriate, <laughs> Dick Quinn. Dick Quinn, wife beater, tight Bengals. end, right? Yeah. Uh, the French Prince, Prince Willie Smith, signed with Oakland. He's back with Odd Body. He's back. He's hanging out with Odd Body. I was really sad to see that. I couldn't believe we lost the Fresh Prince. Um, who else got uh, Brandon Thompson got cut again and they didn't re-sign him either. Poor guy. He's the guy that got cut and re-signed like four times last season. He sucks. Kind of does suck. 
But I felt bad for him. Kevin Barnes. <clears throat> did we trade him? Oh, did we? I thought we traded yeah, him. Yeah, to the Lions. Wait, did we, we trade him to the Lions? We got a conditional draft pick from the Lions. Even better, dude. Conditional that he doesn't suck. I don't understand why they never tried him at safety because the the few times they did, he actually played better than he did as a cornerback. He was never good as a cornerback. He's probably better than Dijon Mustard at safety. Mm, yeah, probably. We'll see though. Yeah, we'll um, see because Dowdy's going to be coming in for Dijon Mustard by the end of the first quarter. Mark my words. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Do you think that maybe da- a lot of people were thinking Dowdy might get cut? Now I don't think. No way. I did not think that he was going to get cut. I didn't think I, he was going to get cut at all. A lot of people were saying that he. They thought that, that he would, and Why? I thought it was interesting because odd man out. He's They're one of those like James Thrash type dudes. It's just like always there, and you can always count on him to be medi above medium, ish. Yeah, I mean. It's it you know it it, it could have been one where Tanar Jackson was going to take his spot. Well, Tanar, dude, I was upset about that because Tanar Jackson was the best player, and now what's his face that sucked that made the team Williams? What's his name? Medua Matthew whatever. What's his he name? He sucks. Yeah, Med- but now he's Williams. injured. He sucks. And he's injured, right? No, dude, you're thinking of Merriweather. Merriweather, sorry. Merriweather is still out for another two to four weeks. Although Rakpo looks like he's going to go. And oh, going. although we're bopping into the injury report here, also Liechtensteiger is looking like he's going to play for the first time. Pretty much everyone game. except John's dog, Hitman Jamal Brown's playing. Dude, man. Jamal the, the Hitman Brown. <laughs> oh, we lost Josh again. He was breaking up again. Maybe he's in the midst of some thunderstorm. Josh, did we lose you? I didn't even him. notice that we lost him. <laughs> 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 I just thought he was being quiet. Uh, Let me try to add him back in. Because he didn't know what we were talking about. Dude, this is the first I've heard about Tanar Jackson getting suspended. All right, while you're working on that, I'm going to go through a few other names. Who else got cut? Um, Who can I name? Marlon Favorite, that big dude with that massive pot belly. He had a couple good plays in that last game. He got cut, though. Marcus White got cut. Um, Davy Jones of the Monkees got cut. Dude, what Brian happened? Eel got cut. I lost you guys again. I How'd you add back. yourself in? Oh, I found there's an, there's a feature that lets me do that. Is it called the add be- yourself back in feature? It's called right click join. Josh, are you in the midst of thunderstorms, thunder showers, or something? Yeah, dude, we got big rain and th- storms down here, man. Well, that explains the problem that we're having with the connection. Yes. You know what else, dude? Like buckets. We got like flash floods going on and whatnot. Dude, I just realized we're like 46 minutes into this podcast and we haven't even made it to the break. Well, I'm what trying is- to usher us along here. All right, so the guys signed to the practice squad. Um, Jason, don't call me Shirley. Doug Worthington. Robert Hughes, who? D'Angelo Peterson, who? Tom Compton, good. Daryl Gamble, who? Antoine Bailey, uh, yeah, sure. Emmanuel Arsenault, I forget, someone else cut him. Um, this crease Don, crease Don Butler cornerback was signed from the Chris Arizona Don. Cardinals. Chris Chris Don. I really have no idea how to pronounce. He's a cornerback. I have no it idea. It might how to be Cradon. C R E Z D O N. Might be Cradon. It's Cradon. It's Cradon. 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 Get in the house. Cradon. <laughs> Tell me what be, I did. It might be 
Credon. Credon. Get in the house. Uh-huh. Just tell me what I did. Get in the house. <laughs> tell me what I did. Cresden. Bam. Uh, <laughs> dude, don't forget we've signed Dion Branch to the practice squad. I didn't. Seriously doubt that. All right. It's He's time not for eligible something. for anyone's practice squad. He's a veteran. Dudes. Jabber American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O face. It's time for the O line report. Oh. oh my. They're all back together except for Jamal Brown. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> we're not uh, doing the games and kicks. We're reneging on that. We're not doing injury oh, reports. Dude. Dude, well, we kind of did the injury report already-ish. Are you sure you don't want to do the games and kicks? Because, I mean, there's going to be guys on here we might give games and kicks to that we may never, ever hear of again. I don't even remember the game. I don't even remember who they are at this point. They were so scrubby, dude. They were scrubby. Well, our scrubs are still better than that. Dude, did you realize this? Because I did not. Did you know that Chris Wilson wasn't on the Redskins last year? Yes. Who was he with? Some other freaking team. Look it up. Chris Wilson? <laughs> yes. He, like, left the Redskins. For oh, left. that's right. He, he was he out of the... football last year. You know why you didn't? He got cut. You he tried out for some other team, and I think he got it, cut dude. by them, and then he was out of football, and then he came back this year. Really? Because he's one of those bubble guys that always, like, barely makes it. the team. I kind of remember that. Kind of. I didn't. What, Josh? Josh? You didn't realize it because of Josh Wilson. Because of who? What? What? Josh Wilson. What? Huh? What? Josh Wilson. Oh, because there was another Wilson, you mean? I think you're confused because Chris Wilson was 95 and now he's 51. We lost Josh again? Jeez, really? I'm back. I'm back. He's back. He's back in the saddle again. Anyway, are we going to... All right, dude, so you got to remember that Chris Wilson played for the Eagles last year. He did? Well, technically, I think he was on the practice squad. I think cut. it was something like that, yeah. So he he really did pull a James Thrash. He's too old he to did. play. He's too old to be on the practice squad. I think he is now. Maybe he was but, on injury. I, I don't know. Who cares? He's back. But, but, I, but, I, but I think he only did that like during the preseason or something. I think he was cut before the first game. Yeah, he was like, out he, of football. Yeah. Interesting. Perhaps he was put on injured reserve. I don't know. Anyway... I don't know. We're going into the season pretty healthy. available, though. I thought I'd let you know. He got cut? Sure did. Dude, we're going into the season like pretty healthy. cut by the Patriots. We're going into the season pretty healthy, though, except for like the pot smokers. Jamal I know. Knock on wood for that. (laughs) Generally, I mean, I think we're the healthiest. The team is the healthiest that that they've been um, at this point in a while, which is kind of nice. Um. There we go. I think that's the end yeah. of the injury report. Don't, but yeah, games and kicks, dudes. Oh, okay. Josh, Josh, I think you just said hope solos. Got a big soccer, big bubble soccer. Oh my, Josh! Seriously, I think we lost him again. Oh he my. keeps calling back in, and it rings my house phone. <laughs> oh no! Suzanne's gonna get mad. All right, hey, we, we got it. All right, games and kicks very quickly. Kicks. All right, 
my kick is going to Tenard Jackson because I thought he he was awesome in the preseason, and then he did something stupid. My kick goes to Dick Quinn. No, my kick goes to Adam Geddes. He sucks. Well, he is the draft pick, and he's on the team. So, <laughs> yeah, and and Tom Compton isn't. He's on the practice squad. I think that's messed up. Josh, kick, kick. My kick goes to to Nardog Jackson for us. <laughs> Josh uh, sounds uh, all like like when you're having technical difficulties when you're watching a game. And they're like, and the picture goes out for a minute, and then the picture comes back, but they have like the crappy AM. It's like the crappy AM mono stereo, not stereo, but mono signal. And it's like we're having technical difficulties, and they sound like they're under the water, (laughs) kind of like Josh. Uh, All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My game ball goes to Richard Crawford because he made the team. Dude, that was awesome. My game ball is going to go to Brandon Banks. Dude, that was Whoa. my game ball. Dude, that was my game ball. I think he sealed the deal in that game. He sealed yeah. his spot, and I seriously thought he was getting cut this year. So. We all did. He sealed the deal and broke the seal. And now he needs to actually do something in regular season. Well, I think we might see him on some of these um, you know, really long uh, streak down the sideline passing routes. Well, some people were saying, I read this in the post, that uh, they're going to try to line him up like in the backfield with RG3, and then the defense is going to have to figure out which one of those dudes is going to run with it or what. Right. That'll be interesting. Hopefully not too gimmicky. Yeah. There's going to be some gimmicks, dude. No, I was going to give him a game ball because he actually was blocking. Did you see him block last week? Was it kind of like... You know, it was like uh, uh, a three-year-old uh, uh. like trying to get in the way of someone. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> he's yeah, so little. I mean, I don't know how you get in front of somebody and you're like, "I'm blocking you," and they're like, "Dude, move! I don't want to hurt you." They will. They'll slow down. I don't know how long he's going to be able to last in football, though. He's so he little. seems pretty resilient. He got stabbed. It's because he's small. You know, like you could drop like a mouse. <laughs> He got stabbed and he came back from it. I mean, you could drop you could drop like a mouse off the roof of your house and it would live because it's so little. But if you dropped a person, they might not. You know, he's kind of like that. He's so little; it's just like they can fall further. We should drop him off the roof of FedEx Field and see what happens. No, I'm just saying him off the roof. If we drop him off the roof, he'll be just fine. If we drop Albert Hainsworth off the roof. We'll all be happy. I guess what I'm saying is the bigger they are, the harder they fall, dude. It'll splat like that nacho cheese sauce. Just a tip. Just a tip. All right. Um, we haven't even had the break yet. I think it's time for the break. Wait, we, we got to give our game balls. Oh, we did it. All right, go. Did. Josh gave his to Sav Rocca. No, I gave mine to uh, Brandon Banks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, by the way, Sav Rocca had one punt, 41 yards. One punt, landed within the 20. One Sorry. punt. He put it between. <laughs> he put it in the red zone. I'm gonna start calling him Savvy, Savvy Raka. Do we have to take a break? I mean, seriously. Well, let's just go straight into Aaron's precarious. We gotta get. Yeah, we gotta take a break. We gotta give. Uh, yeah, we gotta take a break. Yeah, we gotta. All right, we'll the- talk to you after this break. Sponsor up. Yeah. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? 
Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Are you Uh-oh. back? Are you back? Yes. Let's go straight into what we've all been waiting for. Year, what is this? Year seven of Aaron's precarious prediction. People have been waiting all off season for Aaron's precarious predictions because you never know what's going to happen on them. And so it's year seven or year six. Do we have the um, count of predictions? Yeah, one or the other. Do we have the count of of how of uh, how many were wrong and right from last year? Um, I think I was five and eleven. Hey, I believe you were five and twelve. Hey, hey, or yeah, 11, yeah Nick, five and eleven. I think we need, to, <laughs> think we need to go back and pick out all the precarious predictions and actually talk about what happened. Let's get those into an app or something. I, I think we could do that really quick, though. What was the record last year? My record was five and eleven. <laughs> and what was the Redskins' record? Aaron, what are these precarious predictions or are they predictable predict- predictions? They're precarious because I was te- I'm I was tempted to go a different way this year and I may have I may throw whoa, you guys for a loop. Whoa, really? Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, let's hear it then. And I made a uh, half-hearted effort at a sound effect for the beginning of it. So here, a half-hearted effort. Half-hearted. Here we go. Many colors. Pump the positivity. Feel the excitement. Taste the culture. Know who you are. Y'all get off around here. All right. For the Honorable Judge, Aaron Allen. It's time for Aaron's Precarious Predictions. Aaron's Precarious Production. Let's go. All right. Next week. Sorry. This week. (laughs) Where's the music? Do you have the music? Hold on. Let me look for some music. On, you ha- you always have like under music. You always have like Shaft or something playing. I yeah. forgot the under music. Come on, where is he? What? I'll find some under music. Hold on, hold on, Hanny. Good lord, is there anything else we can talk about while we're waiting for him to find the under music? Um, oh yeah, Aaron did bring up a good point. We'll leave that actually. Sp- political ads during sporting events. We already talked about that. Oh, oh yeah. All right, all right, all right just go, do it. First week. Washington goes marching in to New Orleans. One o'clock game. Saints have been dealing with the bounty gate. They're all pumped up. 
think they're going to destroy the Redskins. But then out of nowhere comes this rookie that no one's ever heard of except for the Subway commercials. His name is RG3. He's going to have an outstanding game. He's going to throw one touchdown pass to Josh Morgan. He's going to throw another touchdown pass to Pierre Garçon. And he's going to throw a third touchdown pass to Mr. Redskin, Santana Moss. In addition, Pony Boy is going to rush for a touchdown. (laughs) From H-Box. I think you're going to say he's going to call. (laughs) And Brandon Banks is going to return a punt for a touchdown to prove his worth in the first game. In a barnstormer. I predict the Redskins will come out of there with a 35-28 to 28 win over Drew Brees and the cheating New Orleans Saints. Excellent. Week two, the Redskins will, will go into St. Louis for their second away game to start the NFL season. Only two teams this year have two away games to start the NFL season. And those teams happen to be the two teams that did not collude in 2010. Go figure. Redskins will march into St. Louis. Into the dome that time forgot. <laughs> that Edward Jones dome. The Edward Ed D. Jones. Jones dome. The Ed Norton dome. It's going to be an off day because it's hard for the Redskins to get pumped up when they go into that stadium. It'll be kind of like going into a hockey stadium. It's all dark and drab and kind of stinky like like a hockey stadium like the Hartford Whalers it smells kind of like a junior high locker room where the kids stuff their gym suits back in the locker for weeks on end and are just discovering deodorant Redskins will go in there and in a tight battle will beat St. Louis 14 to 10 next week Redskins Two finally their first preseason their first Home game that everyone's been waiting for. RG3's regular season debut in front of his home crowd. The Redskins will be pumped for this game. Andy Dalton comes marching into town. And he's going to go marching out with a loss. Redskins win this game. (laughs) 28-17. The next week, Redskins will have a rematch. Of the fourth preseason game, and it's going to be pretty much the same, except this time it's not going to be the Redskins scrubs beating Tampa Bay scrubs. It's going to be the Redskins beating Tampa Bay's first team. Redskins are going to, in a barnstormer, mm. win this Another game. Another barnstormer, huh? They're going to win this game 42-3. to three. <laughs> Why do we always let them score three? Can't we just shut them out? Who, Tampa? Yeah. Well... I don't know, but I remember a few years ago, Allstott was not in in that game. Okay. And, and you'll note again, we're at Tampa Bay. And the ship, the pirate ship will not be a rock in that day in Tampa Cannon Bay. will go off on, like, first downs because that's all they'll have. They'll shoot play. it off anyway. Yeah, they'll just do yeah. it. They'll be like, woo, we got five yards on that play. <laughs> Boom. Another two yards for Tampa Bay. <laughs> So at this point, the Redskins will be 4-0. 4-0. And, and, oh. and the talking heads will be trying to explain themselves and their power rankings. And Redskins will go up to near into the top 10 of the power rankings going into week 5 against Atlanta. 
traveling this up is, the East Coast. This will be the game of the week. Atlanta, Julio Jones and crew will come into Washington, and they're going to go away losers. Redskins win this game 21-13. 5-0. That's some credit, man. 5-0. All right. Next we week, on. it's going to be a tough game. Redskins, Minnesota. Uh, Redneck Allen. What's his name? Who? What's his name? You're the... thinking of the mullet, Jared. Jared. Jared Pull Allen. And his mullet app. Jared Allen is and, and going Punk. to pretty much, and his 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 team are going to suck on offense, but they're going to contain the Redskins offense all game long, except for one play at the very end, where RG3 jukes Jared Allen out of his boots and scampers <laughs> down to the one-yard line, at which point former Cowboy Cundiff comes through and kicks the game-winning field goal. Redskins in a boring game. Win this one. Three nothing. What? <laughs> Dude, I'm not even gonna watch that one then. What? I'm just gonna believe that I'm believing Aaron's predictions, whether or not I need to watch it. Go ahead. Next week, the first NFC East showdown of the year. Redskins at the Giants. At the Ghetto Lands. Sunday, October twenty eighth. Right before Halloween. Redskins are gonna go in. And for Halloween, they're going to pretend that they are the defending Super Bowl champions. And they, just like last year, are going to start the first half of the sweep. And they are going to blow out the Giants. Are you ready for this? (laughs) 73 to nothing in the Ghetto Lands. (laughs) For the biggest win since the Redskins got destroyed in the NFL championship game back in some year. I think by the Bears. Dude, if, I, if that happens, I have another little adder prediction, and that is that Tom Coughlin will bust a van on the sideline. Next week, Tom Coughlin's going to do something with his vein. <laughs> he'll Sorry. bust a vein, man. He'll be he'll be bursting his vein. Oh, Tom Coughlin, neck vein, the vein. Next week, Redskins travel to Hinesville, Pittsburgh. They're going to take on the Steelers, and just like. Uh, the Daily Grumbles was talking about the Redskins' defense has come into its own, and they will own Roethlisberger's big ass the whole entire day. They're going to come away with six sacks Man. in this game, and the Redskins' <laughs> offense will prevail, <laughs> and the score will be twenty-four to ten. And keeping with tradition, Alfred Morris will wear a Bettis jersey that says "Bets." Eight no. Eight no Redskins coming into the month of November. Carolina marches into town with Cam Newton and Steve Smith. By this point, Steve Smith and Cam Newton's relationship has soured. (laughs) (laughs) But Redskins RG3 are firing on all cylinders with Pierre Garcon and Josh Morgan. But not this day. This day, Santana Moss will be the hero with two touchdown catches. Alfred Morris comes away with one, and the Redskins shut out Carolina 21 to nothing in Washington. I know. And next, the game that we've all been waiting for Philadelphia at Washington. 
We cannot stand the Eagles. Man. What else is there to say about it? Score. After being pelted with batteries in their own stadium, the Redskins, by the <laughs> Philly fans, I might add, the Redskins will prevail in this body bag game in which they injure eight Philadelphia Eagles. They will prevail 21-7 to over Michael Vick and the Eagles. Dude, I just got to point out that given the schedule, since we're halfway through here or more, the Redskins are going to be at the bottom of the NFC East until week seven. What? We will be 8-0. I don't know how we'll be at the bottom. In the division. In the division at the NFC East. Just because we haven't played anyone in the in the division. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what you're saying. You mean like, like all the Cowboys fans today are all yelling. Hey, we're at the top of the NFC East. Well, yeah, they are at the beginning of the season, but it's the end of the season what counts. That's right. 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 Speaking of Dallas. Speaking Speaking of of Dallas, Thanksgiving Day, Redskins Dallas in the Jerry Jones Cathedral. Redskins (laughs) march in there. And we will be giving thanks round about 8 p.m. that night. As we were as we were thinking about going and getting some leftover turkey, because the Redskins are going to completely and utterly dominate the Cowboys, they are going to beat them. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Forty nine to six on Thanksgiving Day. Awesome! In Skeletor's Palace. In Skeletor's Palace. We'll start the month of December against the lowly Giants. We're going to be like 3-8 and eight at that point, or 10, or whatever. I can't add. But this is going to be one of those typical Redskins-Giants boring games, and it's going to be 9-6 to six Redskins win. After we blew them out 70. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a boring one, 9-6. to 12-0, by the way. And that will put us at 12-0. and 0. And suddenly, Chris Collinsworth will think the Redskins might be better than he originally thought. And they'll all be wearing black armbands because of Tom Coughlin busting a vein. And you know I didn't think at the beginning of the year that the Redskins would be any good. However, the next week, Redskins in the Battle of the Beltway against Baltimore. Hmm are going to fight a hard battle. But at the end of this game, it will go into overtime, and the Redskins will prevail with the Billy Cundiff <laughs> field goal. Revenge field goal. It will be 34-31. Interesting. Next, the Redskins are going to Cleveland. They're just going to utterly destroy the Browns. The Browns. And the Browns <laughs> after this game. Both of our buildings. And they're still going to be complaining about how they should have had RG3. But it's not going to matter. The Redskins are so confident that they're going to beat the Browns. And they're already going to be 13-0. and That they're not going to play RG3 in this game. <laughs> they're going to give them the day off. In fact, they're not even going to play their second string quarterback. Rex Grossman. As to not make the fans mad. They're going to put in, <laughs> you guessed it, Kirk Cousins. Kirk so what, Cousins. They're going to rest him so that he can be ready for uh, uh, two more division games? Exactly. Kirk Cousins. I mean, dude, it's Cleveland. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is going to have a near-perfect quarterback rating. 
153.7 as he demolishes the Cleveland Browns 28 to nothing. Nothing but brown stains left in Cleveland. And in this game, Arakpo will have seven. You ready for this? NFL record by far. Seven sacks in the game. On his own? I can't wait. It's going to be really refreshing. Man, I love them sacks. I can't wait. What do we got? Two really more games left? Next game. Two more games. Washington in Philadelphia. After getting pelted by D-sized batteries on their way into the field. <laughs> Redskins will be battered up. But so will Philadelphia. Michael Vick will be long injured after saying that he's not very injury prone. The dream team will be no more. The Redskins will win this game. 17 to 10. Mm, close. Going into the last game, Redskins undefeated. There will be talk oh, yeah. about how maybe the Redskins and the Nationals can both win win their leagues in the same win, season. Win their championships? Yes. Interesting. Redskins are going to go in against or going to be in Washington against Dallas. And this one's going to go down to the wire, folks. It's going to be 30 to 30. Three seconds left on the clock. Billy Cundiff comes in to kick the game-winning field goal. And? At the end of regulation. Misses the field goal. Cut! It's tied. It goes into overtime. <laughs> field goal is blocked. That's all right. It's picked up by Sean Taylor. Yeah, no, that man. was 10 years ago. But this is what happens. <laughs> it goes into overtime. Redskins win the toss. Cowboys kick off. The first perfect season since 1972 is on the line here. Cowboys kick off. Brandon Bakes takes the ball from four yards deep in the end zone and returns it 104 yards for the touchdown and the perfect season. Redskins go 16-0, undefeated, mark my words. Now, wouldn't that be a nail in the coffin? And that's my precarious predictions for 2012, folks. You heard them right here. No need to listen to any other reports or what other people might say. That pretty much sums it up right there. Um, go to Vegas, place your bets. Aaron typically has a line on these things. Yes, sir. Um, Aaron, do you have a uh, playoff predictions? You usually do playoff predictions as well. Don't we do this later? He doesn't now. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who he's playing. Who they're playing yet? Well, that's why it's a prediction. Here's my prediction. All right, all right. In the first, it's obviously a buy the first week. So first week's second week, buy. Second week, it's going to be the Redskins hey. v. Uh, let me think. Redskins v. The Chicago Bears. Hmm. Really. Wait, no, not the Chicago Bears. Redskins v. Uh, 49ers. Uh, 49ers. And Josh Morgan's going to have a huge game. And the Redskins Bench will prevail game. in that. And then that would be the NFC Championship game right next after that. Yep. And that will be, you ready for this? Redskins v. 
the Detroit Lions, <laughs> and the Redskins will win this game 45 to nothing. <laughs> a sure la 1991. 45 to 10? No, nothing. <clears throat> oh, man. They will go into the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're going to be playing the Super Bowl against, well, hmm. I don't know. But it doesn't matter because the Redskins are going to prevail in that one. And the score will be mm, mm, uh, 28-17. Woo-hoo! 19-0. And we will be the champions, my friend. My friend. And I'll have to get a fourth banner to hang next to my other three. Finally, you wish you still had your season tickets. And and RG three will be given the key to the city, and a new Cadillac, something or another. <laughs> a new, a, a new, and then uh, he'll be going down to Disney World, and I'll probably meet him there because I love Disney World. In celebration, Florida. Celebration. I couldn't remember, remember the name of that place. We were talking about it last night. That's where Mickey Mouse like knocks on your door and wakes you up and stuff. No, dude, I'm getting a I'm getting a house at Royal Oak with a golf. Oh, no, court. that's the really no the real... Golden Oak. I think it's called. Anyway, that's Precarious Predictions. And, folks, this is the longest podcast ever, episode number 299. Yes, sir. Next week when we talk to you guys. Three minutes. <laughs> or 300. No, next week when we talk to you guys, the Redskins will be 1-0. After Hopefully. beating the New Orleans yeah. Saints. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, anyway. All right, dudes. Give some shout out of the week. VR of the week, why Kirk Cousins should be traded by the Washington <laughs> Redskins. Oh my. Seriously. Already. Some, sh- some shout outs Nick the Greek, Daily Grumbles, Ninja Death Stars, Beeps, David in Michigan, Nightwing 19, Shanny's Glass Eye, Kenny Ken, Kevin Grant, Hap Harrington, Brad Ritchie, Mike Gallagher, to all the new people that enrolled oh, on HarryHogFootball.com. And then have been following us on Twitter, except for those fake people that keep trying to sell us like breast augmentation stuff. We don't need that. <laughs> and the DNC people. And, yeah. of course, our benevolent sponsor, David Lee of David Lee Legal Services. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you after the next game. Dudes, Hail- it's football season. That's right. Hail to the Redskins. Get pumped! And if you see a Cowboys fan, even though they won last night, it doesn't matter because it's a marathon, not a sprint. Joker!